Hello, deadly people. Welcome to Rising, Thriving, and Vibing podcast. I'm your host, Keisha Tipwin, a digital creator, entrepreneur, and a deadly auntie. This show is about healing, humor, and deadly vibes. Here to rise, thrive, and vibe together. Dance nitoti muk. Hello, friends. I'm glad you're back for your weekly dose of deadliness. I'm all set up in my office. It's around 8.30 p.m. this evening. You can hear vehicles just driving by. It's pretty busy outside because, you know, it's February 14th. And there's hella traffic outside, so you could just hear vehicles cruise on by. I got my water in front of me. I also have an energy drink because I had no caffeine at all today and I'm super tired. I did take a nap earlier, so that's why I'm starting this late. And I'm just like trying to catch up on my sleep, but I have my energy drink with me. So it's gonna like help me get through my work stream that I have after I'm done my podcast. And it's gonna be a good stream. I'm so excited for it. I have the Cree word of the week jar with me. And I think I have about maybe at least four more words out of the theme that is chosen for this week. And I'm just ready to get this episode started. I don't know. I'm just loving these episodes lately. So let's let's go studis. What's today's episode about? On today's episode, I'm going to talk about questions to ask yourself when you want to cut someone off or if you're just thinking about it. So these are some questions that can help with that. This week's Cree theme is body parts. So stay tuned till the ending segment to find out what Cree word of the week is. Updates. Holy man, y'all. I just been working like crazy at my 9 to 5 job and also for streaming. I know I got to sacrifice a lot of my time, especially since I'm working towards being full-time as a content creator and game streamer. In order for that to happen, I gotta work at my 9-to-5 job as well. And it's it takes a lot of energy out of me. Because I work with youth and I changed my schedule from working night shifts to evening shifts. And evening shifts take a lot of energy because I have to do lots of driving, looking after the kids, making sure that they're safe, cooking cleaning a little bit and some paperwork too if all go and some paperwork too if I need so that takes a lot of energy out of me then after I'm done my work shifts I start my game streaming shifts and I've been doing that for the past month already and honestly I've been so productive like doing my work that I'm actually doing and committing to it because I have this dream that I want to chase I have this goal that I want to complete or I want it to be a part of my lifestyle and it's just part of my routine aka living my dream being a content creator game streamer so sacrificing my time so I don't really have much time to like spend outside of work when I'm done work for the day I sleep I eat I catch up on shit I do have those days where I planned on having a self-care day. I still do that. But it's also like just not enough to catch up on all the shit that needs to be done. But I've been completing that. Like, you know, I've been uh, catching up with my procrastination. I've been being more productive. I've been 
updating on social media, but not as much as I should. But I started, though. That's the thing. I started it. And I am continuing to do it. But holy man, it's a lot of sacrificing that I got to do. But I know in the end, it's going to be worth it. Because that's my dream right now. Everything is temporary for the 9 to 5 until I reach that dream of mine. My next update is I did a giveaway this past Saturday to give back to my supporters because I reached 20 subscribers. I told everyone that once I reach 20 subscribers, I'm going to do a giveaway. So I gave away two 1,000 V-Bucks and shout out to Kenny from the block for winning both of them. I did a wheel of names and this a wheel of elimination because I'm still figuring out how to do giveaways myself. So by doing giveaways, I'm also like coming out of my comfort zone because I never really did them. I was just always so scared and shy and all the shit people say when people do giveaways and like saying it's unfair, it's rigged, blah, blah, blah. But I'm pulling through. I'm getting through that. As a creator, I do want to give back to my community and to my supporters because they've been there from the start. Some of them are OGs. Some of them are new or they're just like OGs from my Twitch stream. But I love all my community and the support that they give. So now that I'm getting the hang of doing giveaways, so that was my third giveaway that I've done in my content creation career. So I got this idea from a streamer friend, like in the comment section, there was people commenting to start using channel points as entries to get entered in a giveaway. And I'm like, hmm, that's a really good idea. At least it shows that people are there like watching me stream and, you know, channel points are stacked the more you watch a person stream. So I'm like, okay, let me do this for next giveaway. Instead of just getting random people coming to my Twitch stream and just giving me a follow, then just entering their name for a giveaway. So I'm going to do some channel points now because this is focused on my audience and how long that they've been watching me stream. I'm just not too sure how much channel points I want to do, and it just depends on the giveaway prize now since I'm going to start doing channel points. I'm trying to find ways to improve as a streamer, so I feel like adding this channel points for entries is a good idea for my Twitch stream. And since I'm limited on things, I gotta get a little creative and see what's going to work and what isn't going to work for my stream. But that's a cool idea that I want to bring to life. I don't know, I just wanted to share it with you all because... I'd love to share my game stream with my podcast now because that's going to be part of my full-time job once I become full-time. Right now, everything's all part-time. I don't mind it because I got it started. I'm getting paid part-time now. Y'all remember when I'm like, I really want to do this. I want to do work full-time and all this. And I'm actually doing it. I'm working part-time. And I'm just so freaking proud of myself. I'm like, wow. Once you put consistency... And you have that mindset of you want to get this done and do it. There's no stopping you. You're capable of doing something amazing and bringing it to action. My last update is, y'all, I totally forgot about TikTok class today. I was too busy just taking myself out. I even took a nap earlier. And I just forgot about it. I forgot to even enroll in a class. And time just went by so fast today. By the time I remembered, it was like 6 p.m. And... (laughs) class was already over I'm like shit I didn't even know what topic was discussed today either but there's always next week to schedule myself in for another class I just I don't know time just went by today and I really just enjoyed today and that's it for updates
Let me move on to my most asked question. How are you healing today? And what I mean by that is, what are you doing to take care of your mental health, either today or from this past week? For me, I'm healing by... This past week, the creator was testing me, y'all. I had to cut someone off, and the way he was acting towards me was pretty toxic. I really wanted to be toxic back, but my supporters were like, don't do it, don't do it, it's a trap. So it was me versus me. I was fighting the anti-toxic and the anti-heels were just like going at it as well. I'm like, oh my gosh, I just really want to be toxic to this person right now and just hurt him back. But my supporters were there to help me get through it. And it was all caught on stream, that's why they were there for it. It was me versus me of trying not to be toxic. I pulled through, but it was the other person that did the toxic moves. And I was just chilling and letting it happen. So I gave myself a freaking pat on the back for not being toxic. I'm like, wow, Auntie Heels wins this round. Let's go. (laughs) I'm also healing by... I finally picked up a book again and it was so freaking nice. I was reading it at work instead of scrolling through TikTok and just enjoyed the vibe. Why I chose to pick up a book is because I want to improve my vocabulary and to expand my knowledge. I had a good year and so of not reading and I'm ready to start again. Or was it like a year and a half, maybe two years almost? But Yeah, I'm ready to start reading again. Books are just calling my name. And I don't know, I guess it's just who I'm influenced by. I just want to start up these nice habits again. These habits that I've started, oh my gosh, my life has just been improving the past two weeks. For February, it was all about like productivity, healing, focusing on my work. And I've been. And I'm just so proud of myself of how consistent I am. Lastly, I'm healing by taking myself on a date today. This morning, I woke up and was like, damn, I really want to get some Denny's. So I got ready, did my hair, put a little bit of makeup on, and I got dressed and headed out to Denny's. It was very quiet there. At first, once I got there, there was like no one there, and I was going to time how long it's going to take for someone to come up and serve, like be a host. Then no one even came for like at least five minutes that I was going to start making a TikTok just like minding my own and stuff like that. <laughs> and I'm like, hmm, let me give this these people a few more minutes. Then I'm going to create this TikTok. Anyways, I ended up coming. I didn't make that TikTok. <laughs> I was going to though. It was just going to be funny because no one was there to serve. No one was even around. Now I was just going to go make a TikTok there. But <laughs> someone ended up serving me and helping me and shit like that. But I took myself on a date, y'all, and it was it was nice. I enjoyed my company. I wasn't scared to go out and about. Because, you know, like, there's people that need another person to go out to eat with. I'm not like that anymore. I used to be like that, but not anymore. I enjoy my own company. I really enjoy just being there, having some food, drinking my Pepsi, and just going on my phone. And it was nice. I caught up on social media messaged my friends back and I was just like having a good time by myself which was cool 
I know like today is February 14th, y'all, podcast recording day, and I just treated myself out to a, a little date, and I enjoyed it. Moving on to questions. Y'all, for this episode, I want to focus on questions that you could ask yourself before you cut someone or people off from your life. I mentioned before that I had to cut off so much friendships, so much influences and environments out of my life. I never really shared much about that life, but the more I'm opening up, the more I'm going to start sharing. So these are questions that you can ask yourself or if you're deciding if you need to cut some off. These are questions you can even think about. So I gathered four questions that I always question myself if I need to cut a person off in my life. Sometimes all I use is just the block button and they're just out of my life. I do the no contact thing too and it works pretty good for me. I can easily detach. But these are some questions to consider. Well, that I consider as well before I do a block. Anyways, question one. Have you talked to this person about the issue or problems of why you want to cut them off? For me, my old friendships, I did ask them. I communicated with them about why I'm disappointed in them with the situation that happened before and how I've been feeling and just like communicating like that because that's something I've never done before. So I communicated them with my concerns and shit like that. And when I did, I didn't get a response. When I didn't get a response, I'm like, okay, no response is still a response. So that's how I was able to move from that friendship and, you know, be able to like move past it. So when you think about that for your relationships, for your friendships... Did you talk to this person about a situation or an issue that arose in your friendship or relationship? If you didn't, maybe you should try. I know communication is so freaking hard. I know, I know, I've been there and it's, it takes a hell of a long time to actually communicate. Think about yourself and start putting that boundary in place. That's where you ask that question. That's where you talk it out with this friendship or relationship. Question two, is the relationship friendship worth saving? Now, this is a question I had to ask myself because I had two best friends and a one good friend. That was my circle. Was the relationship friendships worth saving? For me, I had to think about it and do some like pros and cons. There were more cons than there were pros. So I'm like, okay, I don't think this friendship is worth saving i got treated like shit they talked behind my back they ratted me out they witnessed me getting sexually assaulted and not saying anything about it and they didn't even respond to me when i communicated with them so like these are things that i started to consider like is this friendship even worth saving i was friends with this person for over 10 years just because i was friends with them for over 10 years doesn't mean that they're going to change they're going to get my back or even support me. I was blind to that. Toxicity was my normal in my life. So my friends at that time, that shit was all normal to me, getting treated like that. 
now that I started my healing journey and all that shit and becoming aware, they weren't worth saving. Once I left that friendship group, my life started to change for the better. Like, yes, I had to grieve those friendships. I was so sad about that because a 10-year friendship just ended like that. But then it was better in the long run for my mental health and for myself. So they weren't worth saving. Question three. How do you feel when they are around? Does this person treat you like shit? Do they treat you with positivity? Do they talk behind your back? Do you get bad vibes when you're with them? Does your stomach twirl, twist? Do you feel sick? Do you feel happy when they're around? Do you start to get angry, envy? Like, what do you feel when these people or this person is around? Like, when you're around them, do you feel like you gotta leave? These are just some things to consider if it's even worth it. For me, I thought I was safe before when I was friends with them. But when shit went down, that's when I knew I wasn't safe to even be around them. But I still hung out with them for a period of time until I made that decision to fully cut them off. It wasn't a good feeling when I was with them, especially after the essay happened. They continued their life like nothing ever happened. And they kept talking to the person who essayed me as well and still kept them in their friendship group until he got exposed by other people. That's when they cut them off. I'm like, wow. It takes a person to get exposed to leave them alone. But you see your friend getting essayed by them, you don't cut them off. So it was a very toxic friendship. I didn't feel good around them. And I knew my life wouldn't get any better with them being around because of that shit that went down. And all the other shit that started to rise up when... I distance myself from them. So how do you feel when these people or person is around? That's what you need to think about. If you have a good feeling with them, maybe you just got to consider if the, if the relationship's worth saving. If you don't got a good feeling and you follow your gut feeling, go with your gut feeling because in the end, it's not going to be worth saving. Focus on you. You can get through it. My last question, are they toxic? AKA, do they talk to you about other people? Do they talk shit about other people in front of you? That is how they are with their other friends. I never realized that. My ex-friends used to talk so much shit behind everyone's back. Then when I found out they talk shit behind my back to other people, that's where I was hurt. I'm like, what the fuck? Y'all are really going to go say my shit to other people? Then they also stayed friends with people that didn't like me. They would go hug them. They would go sit with them. Then I would always be the one chilling at the table by myself or in the corner or whatever we were out doing. I'm like, wow, I don't want friends like this. I don't want to be treated like this. So that's where you have to think about, are they toxic? But y'all got to remember, the toxicity was my normal in my life. I thought that was normal. It was not normal. It was unhealthy friendships. It was a messed up circle I had. 
I just didn't realize it until I started, you know, focusing on myself and my own healing journey. And that's when I started to see their true colors. They were toxic. They still are toxic. They're still stuck in that pattern that I broke out of. And it takes a hell of a lot of strength to even break out of a cycle, especially doing it on your own. But in the end, you are going to find these supportive people, new close friends, and all that stuff. It may be traumatizing to find a new friend, but you're able to heal from that shit. It's been two, over two years since my friendships ended. And I still grieve for them. I still miss them. But I don't miss being their friend. I don't miss them being in my life. I just miss having that friend around and shit like that. And to this day, I found some good friends. But being in the social media game, you're going to have a bunch of people that are only going to be there for clout or for other shit. And you'll see that. You'll see that once you're in the game. And these are questions to consider if you need to cut someone off or cut people off. It's up to you on how you handle your situation. For me, I just did the no contact ASAP. But they also didn't reach out ever to me. Which is kind of shitty, but that's life. Their true colors came out. It's friendships that weren't worth saving. They were bad for my mental health. Once I left that circle, that cycle, my life changed for the better. And it's amazing how my life has improved over these past couple years of just being sober, of having a very small circle, and just like having my family as my support. It's a big difference. And that's it. So consider these questions. Ask yourself them. Or if someone is in need of these questions, tell them to listen to this episode. It's up to you all to make the choices in your life. Remember, you're responsible for your own healing. All right, let's move on to Cree word of the week. Let me shake it up. So the Cree word, I mean the Cree theme we have for this week is body parts, y'all. Oh, opened it. I have like four, uh, like four, yeah. I have four words left. And we are almost done this Cree theme. I still got to write up new themes for the upcoming jars that I got to fill up. So I'm going to be researching that. I'm going to have try have a day where I'm just going to find words and stuff like that. But let me grab a word from the jar. Shake it up. Ooh, I got one. All right. This week's Cree word of the week is Miski sick. Miski sick. I. Miski sigwa. Miski sigwa. Eyes. Eyes. Miski sigwa. So, this is how you say I and eyes in Cree. These are the general words. It will also change when you say my eye or your eye. That is Cree word of the week, y'all. I hope y'all have a good day, good night, good evening. I will catch you all on next week's episode. 
thank you to those that listen. I appreciate you all. If you want to stay updated, please give a follow at Rising, Thriving, and Vibing Podcast on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook. Stay deadly, and I'll catch you all on the next episode.